everyone good rainy morning from the beautifully rainy and cold beachview business district for the pittsburgh current podcast live from sorgatron media here on broadway avenue um and um we are live we're in the middle we had i think this was our first live show little uh you know but we got everything everything's under control now we're moving uh moving along um thank you for joining us this morning um we have uh, a great guest this morning Brian Crawford of PGH Museums, uh, a new uh, subscription-based media media website, uh, media company. Um, And we'll be talking about that, of course. But I want to go – let's talk about a few announcements. First, coming up, December 13th, live at the Roxian Theater, it's Jim Crenn's Very Yinder Christmas. Jim has been working on this show – for the last couple of months, uh, honing his voice, honing, getting his songs ready, and um, he's going to be playing with the Bill Henry Band, which for those of you who know the Bill Henry Band, they're a great live show. You should definitely get your tickets. Uh, you can go to our website, pittsburghcurrent.com, to get all of the details uh, on Jim Crenn's uh, Yinzer Christmas, um, and the tickets are $30. On December 5th from Max's Alle- at Max's Allegheny Tavern on the north side, Pittsburgh Current is also hosting a repeal day party uh, at the Speakeasy at, in the basement of Max's Allegheny. So it'll be fun. It'll be repeal day themed. Uh, some of us will be wearing uh, some sort of costumes. We're going to have uh, entertainment, food, drinks, everything you want as well as there may be, you know, some happenings. We don't know. It's repeal day, you know, so. You know, we're going back. We're going to actually make the booze in a bathtub uh, in our office. Um, so that's good. I'm just kidding. It'll be real uh, store-bought alcohol, folks. Um, I'm kind of rambling today. So let's get <laughs> a little focused. Um, Brian Crawford is my guest today. And um, a lot of you may know Brian Crawford. He's very well known um, throughout the Pittsburgh um, media scene, the podcasting. That's actually how Brian and I met um, when we started the Pittsburgh Current. Actually, when before we started the Pittsburgh Current, actually, Brian, I think you uh, had me on uh, your show, and um, and I really appreciated that, Brian. Uh, when I was sort of uh, jobless, homeless, and uh, hanging out, Brian said, "Hey, why don't you come on and let's talk about your situation?" And so I don't know if I've ever said it in person, but I really appreciate Brian uh, that you helped me out with that, and honestly, that helped get the word out a lot. And then from there, we were able to you know kind of start the Pittsburgh Current. So yeah, I loved having you on. It was a lot of fun. And that's also why, because a lot of times in media, there's this idea that um, it's very sort of, I have my lane, you have your lane, et cetera. But I think the more media that we have, the better things are. And so that's why I didn't hesitate on having Brian uh, come on today to talk about his new uh, website, pghmuseums.org. Um very much does, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to kind of be covering some of the same things, but in my mind, you can't have too much coverage. And so, Brian, talk to me a little bit about PGH Museums, uh, where kind of the idea come from. And Yeah, so it started off with a podcast, right. actually. It was uh, a podcast called The Culture Cruise that I did with my friend Randy, who started this project with mm-hmm. me. And The Culture Cruise was a fun podcast where we would get in a car and we would drive to a museum, record the podcast while we're driving. Mm. and then drive back from the museum right. and talk about what we experienced. Yeah. And I was too busy. Randy was too busy. It never got the love it deserved. So 
I uh, decided to branch out and revitalize that podcast. It's something I really, really enjoyed doing. So we decided to do it as a standalone. And something we had always heard over the years constantly from people is that people would ask, where is there a list of museums in right. Pittsburgh? And I said, well, there really isn't. Right. And the best you're going to find is a top 10 list. And usually those top 10 lists are the same over and over. I don't know if it's just groupthink or if somebody's just inspired by right. something someone else wrote or whatever, <laughs> right. but it's literally the same museums. And uh, sometimes it's it's not even museums that make the list. And there's other museums that are great that no one's ever heard of that don't make that list. So we decided, you know, why don't we be the people to create that directory? Right. So we, we built this whole site where we're, we're going to have the media, we're going to have uh, the directory, and we're going to have a membership program. And the directory itself, I'm happy to say, is there's more than 400 museums, galleries, and historic places in southwestern Pennsylvania. And that's just what we got to to start. I know we're going to be getting a lot more as the site develops and as it grows and as people start seeing the site. So that's really exciting. It's great. And there are so many interesting things that I'm learning about this history, about the history of this area. One in particular, which struck me as I was reading through, first off, I found all of these like old bars from the 1800s and 1700s that Mm -hmm. are still bars today. Wow. So as someone who likes to go to the pub, looking (laughs) forward to that. But also I was tasked in finding places in Washington County. We each, each of our team members took a different County at the beginning. And in Washington County, I found out that the first crematory in the United States was in Washington County. Really? Right here in southwestern Pennsylvania. That was something that blew my mind because I am someone who prides myself in knowing the local history pretty well. And that came out of the, out of the blue. I had no idea. Yeah, as a, as a city that uh, <laughs> that loves to bury their political secrets, and their it makes sense that we would be, that we would be the trendsetters in yeah uh, <laughs> burning them instead, <laughs> in, in, yeah, in disposal. <laughs> um, so I have uh, I have a sneak sneak peek at um, uh, Brian's website, which will be your website will be going live when Brian pghmuseums.org. This Saturday. This yeah, Saturday. So we're going to celebrate with a launch party. Yes, launch party, which we will definitely talk about this Saturday. Um, I, I will guarantee you that when this comes live, people are going to be able to go here and look, and they're going to see something that they didn't even know, that they didn't know existed. It has to be, because um, Boswell Area Historic Society, like I said, just kind of randomly clicking, and even something, you know, closer to home. So, uh, Bowman Homestead, I, you know, I don't, so you really, you guys really did your research. How did it? How did you go about finding these locations? Did people submit, or did you just... Was it was it driving around? Was it web research? Was it a combination? It was mostly web research. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of re- web research. We searched different keywords in different areas, and uh, we also added in the National Historic Register for every county. Yes. So that was a big deal because uh, even that alone, there's no. It's not easy to find that information. It's weird. The easiest way to find it, to be honest, is Wikipedia. It's easier to find it there than it is to find it on the actual right. website for the National Historic Registers. Um, but even so, it's only county by county. No matter where you you find it, it's only county by county. And these counties are also connected. People drive amongst these counties all the time. Right. So it, it made sense to put them all in one spot. So so we did a lot of re- web research and personal knowledge and things like that. 
So what we're going to do, because we do want to open it up to the, the public, on the website, there will be a spot where people can request a museum or right. gallery to be added to the website. Because the area where we're really short in, and maybe you guys can help me with this, brian at pghmuseums.org, we're short on galleries. They're much harder to find sure. than the museums and historic sites. So that's an area where we definitely, uh, it's an opportunity for us to improve there. But it's going to be a growing project, and we want people to feel like they're part of this project, and this is their community project, so we encourage you to get involved and submit a a museum now it's not like wikipedia where you submit the museum and it all of a sudden appears and it's right. our job to, to check and take it down yeah. it'll the information will get to us in in our team and then we'll assess if it's a real museum yeah you guys will gallery. get everything that comes in yeah so what determines um what determines a museum uh, so i look here just through random clicking, um, you know, obviously when it has museum in the foundation or Beaver Area Heritage Foundation, obviously. But um, for example, just one that I happened to click was Carnegie Free Library of Beaver Falls. So, what about what? What sort of what was the criteria for inclusion? In so this it's list? a historic place. So historic okay. places also are included. Gotcha. So if it's okay. a historic building. Uh, anything that kind of has its roots in our history and in one area or another is added to our listings because. People who love history, for example, we added all these covered bridges and someone said, oh, do you really want to add all these covered bridges? And I said, well, yeah, because somebody who's a covered bridge enthusiast right. is going to want to drive around and see all of these covered bridges. Exactly. So, yeah, so it's pretty comprehensive and that's our goal is we want to be the most comprehensive uh, listing that's out there. And were there any – what are some of your um, – what are some of your favorite sort of – Either something you didn't know about or something that you're sure that other people don't know about. What are some of your favorite spots on here or some of the lesser known? Because as you said earlier, like when people talk about museums, when they talk about, hey, what museums are – you know, you're, you're going to come up with you know, the Carnegie suite of museums. You're going to come up with you know, um, uh, the, 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 the Science Center, the Children's Museum, things like that. And you're going to come up with um, Wood Street Galleries and the galleries that are in the downtown cultural district. So um, – what are some of the what are some of the things that you found that are really sort of like the reason you're you're doing this site? You're like this is really like a diamond in the rough or a great site that people should know about. Yeah. So um, first of all, I do want to say one of our goals is you mentioned the Carnegies and, and yes. the Heinz History Centers and stuff like that, and they all have uh, great funding, which is wonderful. I'm glad that they're they're supported, but so many museums are even run by volunteers. So this site is to is our goal is to try to put everybody on the same playing levels in terms of opportunities. Obviously, the Carnegie is still going to get a lot of traffic through us because they are sending us press releases. But our goal is to put everybody on the same level and give everybody the opportunity and give web presence to a lot of places that... You know, have websites that are a little dated, maybe because they don't have the the web developers and resources. Um, so, looking through these museums, one that really surprised me—I don't know if you've ever been to Historic Hannestown. It's out in—I don't think so. So, it's out right outside of Greensburg, and it was actually the uh, county seat for Westmoreland County when West when Pittsburgh was part of Westmoreland County. And that area, that town, was well. First off, they have a really cool place that was the the guy who was the mayor it was his home. It was also the courthouse, and it was the tavern. So you could go get a drink on your way to court. I mean, it just makes sense. But the entire place (laughs) was burned down by Native Americans, and there was was basically a fight between a bunch of different municipalities Mm -hmm. as to who would be the new county seat for Westmoreland County. Pittsburgh was one of those municipalities really? that was trying to become the county seat <laughs> the 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 city that won was a, a new city a new town that was called newtown 
and Newtown is what is now Greensburg. But right. if you look at that area, you have West Newtown, which is West Newton. We call it West Newton. Oh, right, yeah. So that's where that history all ties into place. It's a really cool site. But what's really interesting about that spot and what people don't think about, because a lot of people do, who are into that era of, of time, that mm-hmm. like pre-Revolutionary War era, um, and, and French and Indian War, like the, the Pittsburgh's older history, people think uh, of Hannestown for that reason, but there's actually an, a gallery at Historic Hannestown because it's also the Historical Society's home for mm-hmm. uh, Westmoreland County. And in that gallery, it's actually photo- uh, photography of Westmoreland County. There's a photographer wow. society in Westmoreland County, and it's all local photography of just beautiful nature and towns and things like that all throughout Westmoreland County. I had no idea that existed. I knew Hannestown existed. Right. I went there. I took a week's vacation. I just traveled to a bunch of different museums, and that was a big shock. I know there's some ones here that I'm really looking forward to exploring that I have not been to in the past. Uh, one of them on here that, that joined an affiliate of ours, actually, it's the Punxsutawney. Let me see if I can find it right here. Uh, what did I want to say it right? Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center, which is really cool. Like, I didn't know that existed. Right. Yeah, so no, me either. I'm going to head down there. Uh, Photo Antiquities, they keep asking me to come down. I'm like, after this party, I will be there. So we're going to go and check that out. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of really cool places that I haven't been to. And, and that's what's so great about this is it's developing a list for, for myself as well. And, and what's the um, – I mean obviously we're here in western Pennsylvania, southwest Pennsylvania. Do you plan on kind of keeping it western Pennsylvania focused or do you see it potentially um, kind of growing up into a – Something else, maybe even regionally with, um, you know, with Ohio and West Virginia or mm-hmm. even maybe farther east or. So my thoughts, and it all depends on how well we do with our membership program, sure. <laughs> because I'd have to hire like someone part time at least just to do yeah. the boring work, the data entry and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's easy to get volunteers to create fun videos and podcasts and blog. It's, yeah. it's harder to get people to commit to data entry. Right. So. <laughs> What I'd like to do is if we do well with our membership, I'd like to first move upwards to Mm -hmm. Erie and then stretch across the state. And I think what would be cool in the future – and this is – again, it's all dependent. We're we're happy with whatever we can do. But if we are able to do this, it would be cool if we had the entire Commonwealth split it up into three sections. So you would have a one page. You would see Pennsylvania. You'd click the part of the state you wanted. And then from there, you could get more information. Uh, That way, I just think it would be a little more digestible. It would be a little – too overwhelming to uh, yeah. have all of Pennsylvania. If you right. think about it, our our history in this area is so rich. In some ways, we we started a world war that, sh- in many ways, shaped the entire world war- world order, leading all the way into World War II. Right. Uh, and you think about that, Philadelphia is older than us. So if we had that kind of an impact sure. on the world, imagine what kind of history is right. across the, of course, the state yeah. as well. So I think it would just be a little overwhelming for all one one website but i think to break it up that way and and sure i mean the sky's the limit it just all depends i i want to start small and the reason why is is you know even at the beginning we had some push oh go north go north go to crawford county your Mm -hmm. name's crawford i'm like i have nothing against crawford county we can add them to the list (laughs) but i'm not going to make it there right personally and right now i need to be able to get to places that i can reach Right. That way we can make sure that whenever they're affiliated with us, if they decide to affiliate with us, we can give them justice mm-hmm. as well. And we also want to make sure that we're on point and our content is solid. So that way we gain people's interest and that way we'll, we'll get people excited about the brand. So then we can move into Crawford right. County and, and move across state, move north and, and east. So talk a little bit about your subscription model mm-hmm. and then also talk a little bit about your – you mentioned a couple of times about affiliate 
members. So talk yeah. a little about those two things. Sure. So the subscription, first I'll say most of the website's free. Most of the, most everything will be free. The blog will, will primarily be free unless there's like something really cool that comes out that we want to reserve sure. for our members. The interviews with artists and historians, most of those will be free. The podcast coming next fall will be free. What's going to be behind the paywall are these mini documentaries that we create. Mm. We've got all sorts of uh, interesting ideas on what we would want to do with those where we'll take people behind the scenes. One of one idea that I have, and I'm going to pitch it to them. So this is, this may not happen. We'll see. I haven't made the pitch yet, but yeah. one idea I have is I would love to go to Phipps conservatory during one of their change outs when they change yeah. seasons and actually go into the production greenhouse and show people things that they're just not able to see right. with a ticket to Phipps. And that's sure. kind of the stuff that we want to do in these mini documentaries. And that's why those are going to be reserved for our members because our members are the real hardcore museum enthusiasts right. versus the somebody who you know is, is interested in checking out a museum, which is a big part of our website as well. So yeah, so really what, what you'll get is, is a card just like this one here for Charlie Deach that we have for you. Thank and, you. And uh, with this card, you will get a discount at uh, right now it is 13 it'll be 14 museums in the region to start off and th- that'll continue to grow yeah. as uh, as more museums sign on with us and and it's a reoccurring discount that you can get and all that a museum is required to sign up with us is that is to offer that discount so they offer a discount to our members and then in return They'll be listed on our members page. They'll be if you look at it at the top of the website, you'll see that featured content yeah. section. Their their articles will go there in addition to any original content that we put out, and then also in our podcasts and videos and even in the blogs, we'll be throwing in little promos for those museums to try to drive traffic to them. We didn't want to get we didn't want to charge the museums. It's it's typically twenty dollars a card. The first way to get a card is at the twenty five dollar fee for mm-hmm. the party and you'll get a lot more than the membership card in that right uh with the party then after that uh we're, we're probably going to have a sale for christmas and then typically the price of the card is only twenty dollars a year and for the museums it's free all they have okay. to do is, is offer the discount and the reason why is again we don't want any barrier to entry for these museums we want the museum that's run by a team of volunteers we want a team that's run by <laughs> a museum that's run by a team of volunteers to have the same opportunity as a museum that has a, a full paid staff. Yeah, and uh, and I think it's important that our website mains, maintains that because no one else no one else is going to do it because there's really no reason for any museum in any individual museum mm-hmm. to put something like this together. So we want to make sure that we stay pure to, to right. that goal, which is why we started the podcast out long ago, and yeah. that's why we're we're doing this website now. What's the um, – so who, who do you have um, developing this content? Is, is it mainly a one-man show right now, one-person show right now? Is it? No, there's, there's uh, four people who are involved in the videos, mm-hmm. whether they be interviews or the documentaries. And then we have uh, a couple people working on blog posts as well. And, uh, and basically, we're just going to – the interviews will come out every other week, and we're, they're going to be shot on location. So we'll be in the gallery or in the studio with the artist – and we basically are going to have a spreadsheet up, and whoever is able to make it that particular Saturday morning when we record it, they'll just write their name down, and and we'll go. But yeah, it's uh, it's all volunteers. Uh, we're all just going right. to do what we can. And one of the things that we have, one of the, one of the great things about this site, and one of the things that I did early on, is I sent out this summer uh, an email to every museum that I could find an email address for, and I said, add us to your media list. So we'll be posting their press releases as long as it's not. 
something that 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 we need to rewrite. You know, then we'll rewrite it. But right. we'll pretty much be posting the press releases on our blog as well, in addition to content. So since we're all volunteers, we all have a full time job. Some of us mm-hmm. have more than one full time job. Then we don't have to worry necessarily about content always being posted because right. we're, we're going to be fed content. Because really, our 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 job isn't to become a, a newspaper like what you guys are. Our job is to just be a resource sure. to find information about these museums. So like even if you if we read something in the Pittsburgh Current that deals with the museum, we'll share that link in our blog and say, hey, check out this article from the Pittsburgh Current. And that, that's part of our objective, too. We're, we kind of want to be the one-stop shop for everything museum, finding out information about museums, reading about museums, watching interviews, uh, getting discounts. We, we plan on doing quarterly events where you'll get a discount as a member. So there's all sorts of fun things that we're, we're, uh, we have in the works. As well as, um, and we talked a little bit, you, you obviously have this, and it's already, like I said, I've already seen the, the interactive map. It's pretty impressive. Um, but you also have a calendar, I assume, calendar yep. of events. and Calendar um, of events, uh, a directory that you can read. The, we'll have the, the map that you saw, which is interactive, and there's actually a button on there you can click to activate your Google Maps app on your phone. So then you can navigate to it, which wow. is great. yeah. And uh, also, in addition to that, there's a search bar on there. And if you just start typing in, like if you type in Andy Warhol, the museum listing will come up that we have, and then all of the articles associated with it as well will right. pop up, which is great. And then you can even just search in Allegheny County, and then everything from Allegheny County will come up. You can cite, search in private residence, and then if you want to go and you know, be a creeper and look at all of these personally owned <laughs> homes that are on the historic register, they're right. all going to be there. You wow. can drive around and look at those as well. So you have uh, your event coming up on Saturday, um, a launch party. Tell me a little bit about the launch party, um, yeah. where and when, and um, – you know what the hope is uh obviously you're hoping to get people to come out and, and learn we more are. about you i will just put it this way to start off i am losing money on this party <laughs> even if we have a good turnout right right we've just thrown everything at it because sure. we wanted it to be a great event because it's our our big welcomed uh you know the world right. event so you, it's 25 dollars to get in and when you get in first thing you, you get is this pgh museum's membership card which is a 20 dollar value that's mm-hmm. included in the ticket price uh in addition to that You'll get two drinks from Threadbare, which Threadbare Cider Mead. So, I mean, you can't go wrong right right there. There's going to be pizza available. There will be a a live music from Tim Vitullo, who's an incredible musician. You you guys should get him on your musician show sometime. He's he's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fantastic. We'll have uh, two live painters, Nikki Bacon and Mike Zikafus. They'll be there live painting in front of you, and you can also buy their artwork as well. Also, for that price, uh, there's going to be the Carnegie Museum of Natural History's mini museum on site. So there's actually going to be a museum that you can explore while you're at the party. And the first 60 ticket buyers will take a fossil home with them. And if you buy your ticket by Friday night tonight, <laughs> you're, you'll be entered into a basket for the Steel City Salt Company. Wow. So it's a lot for yeah. $25. And the location is at Threadbare. It is. is. your location. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It is as to talking to you about this, it's obviously obvious to me that this is a um especially if you're volunteering your time and your money and so forth, this obviously has to be something that is important to you close to you. Is something is history always been something you've had an interest in? It is, yeah. I've always been interested in history. It's funny, I never really went to a lot of museums as a kid. My 
parents didn't go to a, a ton of them, so we just didn't go. We always went to the beach, which was great. I, I love the beach, but right. I didn't go to a lot of museums. And it was actually my friend Randy who started this with me. He is the one who uh, really started getting me to go to museums. We started going just for fun, and then the podcast came as, as our schedules got tighter. And I was like, oh, if we make it a priority, we can make sure that we uh, we get to it. But yeah, so it started off that way, and uh, I just, I just, yeah, I really love, I love seeing history. I don't know, it's one thing to read it. I'm very, ex- I, I like to experience things, so it's, it's one mm-hmm. thing to read about something or watch something, but to be able to walk through it and, and live it, I don't know why. It, it, it's, uh, it's to me, it's more exciting that way. Yeah. Um, what are we? Are we missing any? I mean, as obviously someone who spent a lot, a lot, a lot of hours getting mm-hmm. this ready. Um, what are we? Are we? Are we? Uh, what else should people know about your site and about your about the about the the information and so forth you're going to have on there? Yeah, I think it's. We want you to be active in the site. I think that's the biggest thing is we want you to live and breathe it, and we want you to. We want you to be a member with us. We want you to be an affiliate, obviously, but even more than that, even if you're somebody who's who doesn't want to become a member of of PGH museums. We Mm -hmm. want you to add to the site. Tell us your stories. Tell us your experiences. One of the things I love about this project is I'll share a photo of a building and people from all over will start talking about their experiences with that building and how their family members lived there, how they worked there, different things that they experienced. Uh, One example is the Union Trust building. We posted a picture of Mm -hmm. the ceilings. That's one of my favorite buildings in Pittsburgh. Have Have you been in there? Uh, I have not been in there. Of course, oh, I know where it is, but yeah, I've never been Go in. in. Yeah. You walk in, and, and first off, you're like, wow, this is a really nice lobby. Yeah. And then you get to the middle, and you look up, and every floor has a round railing going all the way up to the top with, with the stained glass wow. ceiling. And it is just breathtaking. It's very difficult to photograph. And I did the best that I could, posted the picture, and apparently they used to leave a tarp at the bottom of that at Christmas time, and people would drop money from each of the floors into the tarp for the, I think it was for the Salvation Army. Really? Yeah. And it's like stories like that, which are so cool. Yeah. They don't, I don't think they do that anymore. I had no idea that was ever a thing. And, and just stories like that are really, really cool to hear. And that's what we really, we really want to get more of that as we go along. So it's really interacting with the site. We want you to be engaged with our programming, comment on our stuff, whether it be, whether you hate what we said or whether you want to add something to yeah. it, we want people to really feel like this is their website as well. And we want them to be involved. Again, there's going to be a spot right there for people to add their own museum. I know, I know there's museums we're missing. I, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, 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 Trundle Manor. Yeah. When I am familiar with, okay. yeah. So Trundle Manor is somebody owns that as their personal home. They right. live in that building. Right. So I do know about that one, but there's a good chance that I could not have known about that right. one. You know what I mean? And so there are we, probably many people that don't know about, the, about exactly. Trundle Manor is yeah. great. They have a, like a, a tumor in a jar. That's a music box. <laughs> right. Right there in the, in the foyer of the house. I think it's in the foyer. <laughs> so, I mean, the place is incredible. Uh, so I know there's more stuff out there like that. And I think what, what this will do too is it's going to challenge people's thoughts about and ideas about what a museum is, what a museum is supposed to be. Like again, you know, there are people who I'm sure who would, you know, who when they say museums, you got to have, you know, dinosaur bones and whatever paintings made by people with French names. But there's much more to museums than than what we think of as museums. Oh yeah, actually, one of the cool things, uh, props to Pittsburgh. So from what I've been told, and I haven't done the research, so I'm just saying this because I've been told right. it, but it sounds, it sounds good. Yeah. Uh, apparently, a lot of these 
natural history museums actually have models of dinosaur skeletons that are based off of what we have at the Carnegie Museum of Mm -hmm. Natural History. So that's kind of cool. So we have the real deal there. And actually, if you go there, you can see them actually working on dinosaurs in one of the windows, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, it really is. It really is. um, I mean, our museum, our museum, just just the museum system that you do know that most people do know of is amazing. So I think it's really cool that this is going to really take people even deeper into what Pittsburgh has to offer in terms of museums and galleries and so forth. Oh, yeah. And then the buildings as well. I was talking with Louise of the uh, Pittsburgh History and Landmarks mm-hmm. Foundation, and they, they've affiliated with us as yes. well. So our members will get discounts with a lot of the stuff that they're doing as well. But she was saying from the beginning, she's like, our museum is the, the buildings in the, the world that you live in in Pittsburgh and, and a lot of these historic buildings. And it was funny because that was already – part of something we were working on, we added historic buildings mm-hmm. and stuff like that to uh, the project, but I couldn't agree with her more. And sometimes the, the buildings themselves, you go to the Carnegie Museum of Natural History and you look at the building that it's in, or even the, the libraries that are around here, they are breathtaking. Uh, the Cathedral of Learning, go yeah. in there. Uh, they're as interesting. Well, the Cathedral of Learning is a museum itself with sure. the, with the yeah. nationalities and rooms, but just the going into the lobby is just out yeah. of this world. And you can gain so much just going to even the historic sites. I remember one day I was, I was young. I was out of high school, just out of high school. And I discovered the historic markers. They, they, I don't want to talk down on my high school, but they didn't talk <laughs> really anything about local history. Sure. No, and I think and most high schools don't, and that's kind of sad. They don't. And I, I remember learning about Bushy Run in high school, and I was mm-hmm. taught wrong information. We were told that it was part of the French and Indian War, and it definitely was It was a war that was a direct result of the French and Indian War, but it was actually a separate war called Pontiac's War. And it was a, the French had nothing to do with that war. Well, except for the fact that the Native Americans were hoping the French would come back, but right. the French weren't right. actually involved in any of the fighting in, yeah. in Pontiac's War. But one of the things that Irwin has is all of these different historic markers like they have here in Pittsburgh. And there was actually a house that was part of the Underground Railroad that was in Irwin. Uh, General Braddock camped in Irwin on his way to Fort Duquesne. Mm-hmm. All of these different things that I never learned in history class that I learned just going to these sites. And even though the like the house that was part of the Underground Railroad, it was a private residence. Right. You couldn't walk into it. It was really cool to just drive by it or walk by it and – look at it and, and think, wow, this was a part of American history, a part of Pittsburgh history. And that's really cool too. So I, I thought it was important to add all of these historic places because you can learn and gain so much and really appreciate your own hometown so much more when you can see how your hometown is connected through history right. and, and what it, how it's shaped the yeah. world that we live in. It's really great. Um, as we wrap up here with Brian Crawford of PGH Museums, Brian, tell people how they can – Get tickets to the event on Saturday, and yeah. um, obviously there'll be advanced there are advanced tickets now, and there also will be tickets at the door. I assume. Correct. Yeah. So right now, until Friday night at eleven fifty nine p.m., you can go to pghmuseums.org, and you'll see right at the top of the page there's a link that is for the tickets. You can also just find us on Eventbrite as well. It's right there. And uh, also the day of, it's just cash only the day of, and that'll be at the door, $25 at the door at Threadbare. And uh, you won't get a ticket. You'll just be let in. So, Before we go, I do want to tell you that now celebrating their 25th anniversary, the Pittsburgh Dance Company Attack Theater presents The Kitchen Sink at New Hazlitt Theater on November 15th through the 17th, featuring a rocking repertoire of original live music and the bold physicality of the company dancers. Tickets and more information at attacktheater.com backslash kitchen sink. 
back to back to museums that that people might not know about. There are some. How much? How much have you gone? You mentioned Washington County. So, what are the main target counties? Are you looking at Beaver County? Or are you looking at? Oh yeah, yeah. It goes out um, just. Well, Crawford. We want Crawford Museum. So if somebody is from Crawford <laughs> County, please send us our museums. Uh, we do want to add you. We're just not our focus right now. But basically, that's our our, t- our top. So like right there. Right. Uh, we don't go into Crawford or Erie County. So that's about as far north as we go. We go all the way down to the, the border with West Virginia. We go all the way out to Ohio. And then we go all the way out to Clarion County. And the reason why we go that far is just because if you exclude Clarion, it's like this huge cutout. And sure. It looks like we're intentionally excluding right. them. <laughs> right. So it's a natural line to, to yeah. run around Clarion. So that's why somebody was like, Crawford, uh, Clarion's further than Crawford. It's like, well, that, that's why. It's, <laughs> it's just because it, it would look really like rude. Like, right. like you know, we're, we're done with you. <laughs> so uh, that's our focus. But again, yeah. it's not – we're not building a wall like, like the president. We are building a uh, – just a border line. So like you can cross right. that. We can cross that border. We do have some museums right. in West Virginia that have been added to the directory. Okay. We will add museums in Ohio if they pop up or someone suggests it. So it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a line drawn in pencil. Uh, we encourage right. coloring outside of the lines. Yeah. If that makes sense. But that, that's kind of our focus. We, we just had to have a focus. Otherwise you're yeah. never going to accomplish anything if you don't have a targeted area. I grew up just down, um, down the river, just over the border in Ohio, um, East Liverpool, Wellsville area. And there's a museum of ceramics oh, really? in East Liverpool, Ohio. And I remember, listen, I'm sure it's lovely and I've never been as an adult, mm. but I was like going as a kid to learn about because, you know, pottery is what made that, that, that region of Ohio okay. and West Virginia pottery was huge down there. Um, Homer Lachlan China Company, home of uh, the fancy plates that everybody loves. The uh, 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 every, you'll know it. Um, anyway, um, Fiesta Wear, Fiesta Wear. Everyone loves Fiesta Wear. Um, but I remember that as a kid, thinking, you know, I don't know how I could, you know, spend an hour or two looking at plates. But even as a kid, you're like, this is kind of interesting to learn something that you never knew before. So, oh yeah, it's definitely. Um, it's, I think this is definitely something that is needed. Brian, thank you for coming out today. Thank you for hanging in. This has been a bit of an odd show. I've definitely uh, had some uh, flubs and mix-ups, but you were great, Brian, and I think that people should definitely check out your site, pghmuseums.org. Uh, the event this Saturday at Threadbare, um, I think it... Uh, um, good luck with the, good luck with the endeavor. Thank you. You're definitely, like I said, this Saturday, you're getting your money's worth. I'm going to lose <laughs> a minimum $300, maybe $600. Come and project. help Brian drink all the booze and food he's already paid for. Yes, He would exactly. appreciate it. Please. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And thank you for joining us today on the Pittsburgh Current uh, Podcast. Have a great week. A better alternative Giving Pittsburgh A better alternative This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.